Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Right here from Innocence Redeemed. It is June 20th, 2022, bright and early in the morning. And I wanted to put out a podcast for you guys. Um, this one wasn't really one that I had planned ahead on. I'm actually working on something else. But let's just say that what you're about to hear today will fall in line for what I'm about to release next. You know, several people involved in everything that you see right now unfolding have made quotes over the years. You know, there has been an agenda at work behind the scenes. I think it's evident to everybody by now. They should see it. Um, you can't really say that it's not going on. You know, for years, we've looked at movies and everybody thinks that it's entertainment when they watch a Hollywood movie. You know, whether it's The Matrix and they're implanting things in your head like thoughts and knowledge and education, or when it's Red Dawn or, you know, like, oh, that's just fictional. That'll never happen. But, you know, there have been books and articles written, one of which is called Why the Future Doesn't Need Us. And that was an article written by Bill Joy in April 2000 which was um, in Wired Magazine. And because people are so busy with their lives, they go on and they don't often pay attention to things. Or they think, well, you know, it really doesn't concern me. There's nothing I can do about it. But then when the events arrive and their lifestyle changes, they start to care. You know, the purpose of putting out today what I'm about to play for you isn't to scare you. This was actually a podcast that I stumbled upon late last night. So I'm late getting this out today, but I've been toiling it with it last night and this morning, you know, when I went into prayer and I'm like, Lord, should I release this? I don't know if I should, because even if I do, people are going to be in denial or it's going to scare them half to death. And, or there's disbelief that it's not happening. But half the things that are about to be presented have been worked on the last 40 years. And there's actually video out there verifying it. Um, you know, I've suggested Brideon before. And I always suggest you go there to look for anything that I talk about. Because if I talk about something, there's usually a white paper on it or a video. You can look at and see it with your own eyes. In anything that I present, this is why I tell you, your focus is on Jesus. He is our hope. It does not matter what these people, I don't even know if you want to call them people, I, you know. I didn't know any better. I'd think that they're demonic aliens of some sort. I don't know what they are. You know, may God have mercy on them for going along with half the things that they're doing. But when I heard this show last night, and this came out in November of 2021, um, you know, I was just sitting here hanging my head, shaking my head, my mouth hung open a few times. But then again, I've known from reading their own papers that this is what's being planned. It's been being planned for a long time. A lot of it's even been in the works since the 90s. People are like, well, I don't see any evidence of this. And it's like, well, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean they don't have a plan for it. You don't want to be ignorant and you don't want to be unaware. I put this out here so you are aware of it, so you know what to take to prayer. And so you are more diligent about praying on your protection. Because as I was listening to this, and this was done by Israeli News Live, um, and it's a guest, Deborah Tavares. I don't know if any of you have heard her before, but as I was listening to this show, the Lord was assuring me in spirit of his protection. 
And this is all the importance of why you have to have the word written on your heart. Because when you see something or you hear something, and that's going to be vital going into the times we're in now, you need to know how to have those verses in your heart to remember them, you know, on an instant. You can't be panicked. Is the information I'm about to present somewhat frightening? Yes. At the same time, however, because I've known about it for a while, it was, and I want to just, before I even say that, I want to say that years ago when I heard it, that's why I went on the action of giving people documentaries, trying to share articles, trying to share podcasts, um, you know, running a YouTube channel. Because when I heard it and I saw it, I was like, man, you got to be kidding me. Because some of this stuff, I mean, honestly, it's going to blow your mind. There is no new low that these goblins will not go down to. You know, like you read about in Second Thessalonians 2, uh, you know, this lawlessness, it's been hidden. But now it's being made open. Everything that was hidden is now being revealed. And the devil knows his time is short. And these people pulling this, they know their time is short. And they're escalating their evil agenda toward us. They want to kill most of the population of the earth. They're evil. They're sick. They're evil. You know, they're wanting to vaccinate babies that are six months old now. And we know that there's been um, deaths galore from all this and side effects. But it isn't just that. If, if What you're about to hear, it, it goes a lot further than what you see. I have heard the Lord say, not everything is what it seems. The average person can't fathom what these evil entities are doing to us. They can't fathom because they are not like that. I'm not like that. Even I hear it and I can't believe that my mouth will hang open when I'm listening to it. I'm sitting there on my, I'm sitting here in my chair and I have my headphones on and I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. But then again, I look at it like, why am I not even surprised? And I'm just thinking over and over in my, in my spirit, like, Lord, help us, Lord, help us. And then that's when the verses start coming up. What verses come up? Well, Psalm 23, verse 4 is one of them. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. You know, Psalm 91, all of it, really. But because you want to be hidden in the Lord with all of these things, because when I was listening to this, that came up in my spirit. Um, I heard the Lord in my spirit saying, I'm taking care of you. I'm taking care of you. I'm protecting you. And then I started reflecting on the verses of Psalm 91. Like they instantly just came up in my spirit. You know, Psalm 91, verse 7 A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not cometh nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. You know, there's going to be blowback on these people for doing what they're doing to us. You know, remember that God is not mocked. They can play with the climate. They can play with our food. They can play with, you know, putting frequencies in the air. It doesn't matter what they're doing. But, you know, when you start to see people flipping out, and when you start to see that things are changing, it is not just the circumstances. That's part of it, yes, because that does have a social impact. However, when you see people just losing their minds for no good reason, it's when you really start to reflect and think about what you're about to hear. Let's also reflect on Isaiah 54, 
verses 16 through 17, Behold, I have created the craftsman who fans the coals into flame and forges a weapon fit for its task. And I have created the destroyer to wreak havoc. No weapon, verse 17 is key here, on what you are about to hear today, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. These are the benefits enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. That means you're standing in his righteousness, his protection. And that's what I've been talking about when he tells us to humble ourselves, guys. That's why. Because we are about to see things we have never seen before. We're about to see a lot of things that are unexplained. We need to keep doing what we're supposed to do and keep looking to our Savior, Jesus Christ, no matter what we see. You know, for those who choose to be in denial or don't want to hear it because it scares them, you know, they're betting on people who don't want to hear it. They're betting on people who will just go along with it because they believe that that's going to save them somehow. But remember, Jesus said not to love your life unto death. So when we hear these things, I mean, do we just shut down and say, oh, it's the end of the world and there's nothing we can do? No, we need to occupy the time and endure and keep running the race of endurance. Remember, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. We're not to be fearful. And so you don't want to be oblivious to everything. You want to be aware of it, but know where you stand in the Lord's presence with your faith. You don't want to be in denial about it. And, you know, there was a CIA director named William Casey. Um, it was back in the 80s. And he said, and I quote, We'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American people believes is false. And that's where we are today. Much of what we see out there is false. And this is why you cannot be looking to the world. You know, Ephesians 5.11 says, Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, expose them. And in order to expose anything that is wrong and dark, you first have to be understanding what's going on so that you can talk to others about it. And so, like, if somebody says, well, I wonder why this is happening or I wonder why that's happening, you need to tell them. You don't just hear about it and keep it to yourself. You know, God's going to hold accountable those who know. You know, if you know something, blood is on your hands if you don't show them. And that's what I intend to do today by playing this for you guys. That's why I could not sit on it. So that's my opening, guys. I wanted to just do something quick here to give you a, a, you know, a warning beforehand because what you are about to hear is somewhat disturbing, but you have to know where your faith is. This is simply to make you aware. And there is no way that I could have heard this and sat on it. I had to put this out. And so these things that Deborah is reading from, she has the documents there up on her site, stopthecrime.net. You're welcome to go check it out. But, you know, just be aware and know where your priorities are. You know, be ready to check out of this world because we're not long for it. You know, that's when I'm, when I'm listening to this, it doesn't matter what they do. Because if we know where we're going, we know that in the end, we're going to be okay because Jesus has already overcome all this. All right. And so without further delay, here's the show and it's over two hours. So if you put this on thinking that it would be short, which I'm sure you saw the counting time, but I can't really do anything about that. It is what it is. Um, but it'll give you some things to digest be uh, before I do my next episode, which I hope to have out within the next week, hopefully. All right, guys, I'll catch you next time. God bless you. Here's the show. Good afternoon, friends. Stephen Bernoon here with Israeli News Live and our lovely guest, Deborah Tavares with Stop the Crime 
www.primarywater.net and also primarywater.org. Deborah, I know that you're going to be sharing with our listeners here a variety of issues, uh, everything from water, 5G, bioweapons. We're in a serious dilemma right now, Deborah. Take it away. Well, we are, and so is everyone else that's listening, whether you know it or not. And um, I'm in support of humanity, and I hope all of you that are are going to listen very carefully to the broadcast tonight, because the way it's appearing, um, much of our celebratory days are waning rather rapidly, and I mean that in all sincerity. Um, I run the website StopTheCrime.net, again, and PrimaryWater.org, and today is Tuesday. It is November the 23rd of 2021. Um, I could talk about some of the main things that are happening here, such as the smash and grab of high-end stores in the San Francisco Bay Area and in Beverly Hills in Southern California, where um, it's uh, planned uh, assaults on stores and grabbing hundreds of thousands of goods. I could talk about that. I also could share with you on a personal note what happened to us a few weeks ago, which is why I have not been as uh, frequent of a guest with um, Steve and Yana. Um, and we were hit with an atmospheric river here about three weeks ago. And a building that we have was right next door to a building that was red tagged because it was flooded out. And I'm giving this out as a warning because all of you that are in the city, you need to know where your um, drainage flood control um, uh, basins are and you can find them. In this instance, this uh, water drainage system was only a building away from uh, a property that we have. And during this eight-inch dump overnight, reminding you that we were several years in extreme drought, uh, engineered, of course, and planned, uh, but we had eight inches of rain overnight, uh, caused a tremendous amount of damage, um, knocking trees down, flooding, landslides, etc., all over Sonoma County here in Northern California. And the, several buildings in the uh, Sonoma County area were flooded out. They were red tagged, and the tenants were forcibly uh, removed from the property. I went to the tax assessor's office and spoke to someone that thinks they gave me the right information. So I'm only going to share with you with the someone that thinks they had the right information when I asked the question. When the, the city is responsible for not clearing out the flood control channels because they allowed reeds and grasses to grow in it and didn't keep it clear, and then all of those reeds and grasses uh, washed and caused a clog under the bridge, forcing the water to flood out and flood into several properties. I said when the properties have been red tagged and tenants have been um, moved out, uh, are the property taxes still due in full without any uh, possibility of reduction of, of property taxes when they're due here in December? No, there is no consideration. As long as there is a building standing, I am told, whether it's uh, forcibly red tagged or hit with directed energy weapons, whatever might be, if that building sits standing in any way, uh, you pay the full tax basis. So we were struggling through the fact that we were uh, just uh, six inches, I, I'm seriously saying, six inches from being flooded out. Uh, they were able to uh, auger out the clog, and the water just went whoosh back into the channel where it should have been, 
where the city should have cleaned out those channels. So for all of you that are listening, find out where your flood control and your uh, water drainage channels are uh, in your city. If you're near them, you want to look uh, down those channels and make sure they're not clogged so that you don't run into the same problem that uh, other people have here now because of atmospheric rivers and the fact that this is going to continue. We're going to have massive dumps. We're going to see massive amounts of flooding. So be preemptive at this point and check and see if things see seem like they would flow correctly so that you don't end up getting red tacked. Um, so I, I want to go into a number of things um, this evening, Stephen, on the show. And yes. um, I certainly want to um, underscore the fact that we have Thanksgiving uh, just in a day, um, actually two days on the 25th, and today is the 23rd. And I want to issue an advisory and a warning. Uh, many of you are very much aware that I've interviewed um, a couple of super soldiers um, with Yana. They're um, on StopTheCrime.net on our Odyssey video channel. And uh, one of the interviews was specifically about prion disease and the unacknowledged disease that is affecting thousands and thousands of Americans in this country and hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. I'm going to talk about this because as you sit down to your table over these holidays, not only for Thanksgiving, but Christmas and New Year's, etc., however long you're sitting at your table, you want to really be cautious with eating meat. Uh, what we were have not been told and what is now happening is a, a plethora of prion-infected animals throughout this country intentionally. And we're going to talk about that further in a moment because this is a bioweapon. It leads to uh, eating and deterioration of the brain and Alzheimer's. And I can say that um, you need to get your meat tested. Now, here's an article that I just uh, stumbled across today uh, about the beginnings of the cover-up of prion disease. And you need to be aware of this. You need to listen. You need to be proactive and understand uh, that this is real. And then I'm going to compare it with an executive order and with some documents about bioweapons and the types of um, weapon systems that have been released on us. But uh, prion is mad cow disease, and it's a brain-eating, and it is a bioweapon. And they're starting the cover-ups now. So here's what a cover-up sounds like. Uh, in today's um, article I found, the article is it's from AP News, and it's called Some Deer Ingested Chemicals and Shouldn't Be Eaten, Maine, M-A-I-N-E, says. So let's read a little about this. It says, uh, in Fairfield, Maine, Deer harvested by hunters in part of central Maine should, should not be consumed as food because the elevated levels of environmental pollutants. They say that um, the deer were harvested in an area of several farm fields that are contaminated with substances that are oftentimes called forever chemicals. Uh, they're industrial compounds used in products such as cookware, carpets, and firefighting foams. And they're an increasing focus of state and federal environmental regula regulatory systems. So let's say that again, forever chemicals on farmlands. 
And what do they say they are? Cookware, carpets, and firefighting foams. Now, uh, we're being intentionally destroyed. I would request that each and every single one of you, if you have not watched the YouTube uh, on YouTube, of course, called The Report from Iron Mountain, you can watch a Christian version of that report. You can also download the report itself. It is different, but it is the same. It's the intentional poisoning and toxin, toxins uh, deployed on, on the entire world. So it says Maine, the Maine, M-A-I-N-E, Wildlife Department said it has issued a do not eat advisory. I am issuing all of you right now a do not eat advisory. But they're only including deer that are harvested in farmlands in Maine. And the agency said the advisory includes farm fields contaminated with high PFAS levels due to the spread of municipal and industrial sludge that contained the chemicals. Deer that fed in the areas have ingested the chemicals and have the PFAS in their meat and organs. Now, this is not just for deer. I have found um, cover-ups now for prion disease in all wild animals. We're talking rabbits. We're talking the bear. We're talking uh, the mountain lions. We're talking about the deer, the uh, the moose, um, any and all animals and that are being hunted, and also uh, the cattle as well. I met Howard Lyman a number of years ago. He wrote a book called The Mad Cowboy. And... Um, <clears throat> I would urge all of you to take a look at his book. He spent years after that in uh, Washington, D.C., believing he had a government and he could wage some information to stop what was happening. His family was dying of cancer. He was on the Oprah Winfrey show when he explained what was happening to the cattle industry and the meat, hamburgers. And Oprah said she would never eat a hamburger again. Well, that, uh, the Cattlemen's Association immediately launched a, a lawsuit against Oprah. Howard Lyman was dragged into that lawsuit uh, without the monies that Oprah Winfrey had. And I met Howard Lyman just after the conclusion of that court, court case um, finalized. He, he and his wife were very broken financially as a result of that. And all he had ever tried to do was warn all of us. And maybe you've never heard of him, but now you have. I want to talk about the fact that assassins have been hired in this country to kill veterinarians that have been in some of the farmlands, trying to warn people of the um, different types of toxins that have gotten into the lamb, all the sheep. And we're talking about radiation that has found its way, interestingly enough, into a lot of the water supply. And um, I actually have a radiation alert tonight as well. It's a gamma radiation alert. I do have it posted on StopTheCrime.net. This country is experiencing extremely high levels of radiation, gamma radiation, cesium-137, to the extent that some of the states here in the United States are simply uh, getting more radiation and the people there will not survive for any length of time. And um, again, I have more information on a video link on StopTheCrime.net about the gamma radiation. I've done other announcements in the past about this. 
But what I think I'll do right now is uh, give you a list of some of the states that are included uh, in the deadly levels of gamma radiation and how all of this is being used as a cover-up. This is all part of the kill grid. We're not just talking about the public health departments that are corporations working for the incorporated uh, Center for Disease Control and the WHO that are orchestrating what we all know is being orchestrated upon us. It's all part of a corporate agency system of death. And uh, the FDA, of course, many people refer to it as um, the federal um, death agency. Having said that, some of the um, stats that they're showing the increased toxic uh, gamma radiation levels that far exceed anything that we can, to we can tolerate as humans is um, Colorado Springs, Raleigh, North Carolina, Portland, Maine, and Little Rock, Arkansas. And this is reported um, regularly by a man I know who is in Berkeley, and his name is Bob Nichols. He is a Project Censored Award winner, a former uh, correspondent for the San Francisco Bayview newspaper, and a frequent contributor to various online publications. He reports on war, politics, and two nuclear weapon labs in the Bay Area. Uh, Bob Nichols is writing a book uh, based on 20 years of nuclear war in Central Asia. And he is the former employee of an army ammunition plant, um, and he has a YouTube channel, and you can get regular updates of the levels of deadly radiation that you're experiencing uh, by going to his website and uh, just type in uh, Bob Nichols radiation, and you can link up with him. But I think I do have his website in the video that I posted from his website, that you can see on StopTheCrime.net on our Odyssey Vid channel. I posted it a week or two ago. But we do need to understand that the uh, all the nuclear sites are, are operated by the bankers. They're uh, corporate um, agencies that run all the nuclear sites, which is why uh, they're releasing uh, levels of radiation from those sites on a very regular basis onto and into all of us. So as you hear this, um, we're not in, you know, we're really not planned to uh, survive much longer. And for that reason, it's important that m as many people as possible live your life in good, right contact, love everyone that you are able to, um, and just move forward every single day in humility towards others and try to help others as best you can. I know that there are many people that are doing that. I know specifically people that are helping targeted individuals that are being hit with directed energy weapons in, from local police departments and firefighters and ex-military and gangs that are um, lurching around on the streets and uh, causing horrific, horrific assaults on people. Hundreds of thousands of people in this country and more are, are being uh, hit with um, directed energy weapons and gang-stalked and gaslighted, and they've lost their jobs. Many of the homeless people that we're seeing are very, in many instances, very well educated by our lack of educational standards, but very smart people that are not able to hold a job because they're highly targeted. So open your minds to the targeted reality that we're all in because we're all being targeted just in many ways. Um, also, go to StopTheCrime.net 
sign up for our email blast outs. I send out email blast outs. I sent out one just today. But one that I did send out was an advisory about mobile Chernobyl and how this is being done to us. And what I discovered that there was a radioactive, uh, a radioactive uranium uh, truck that crashed uh, in Cumberland, Maryland. And this was back in March of 2021. And it flipped over on its side. And they were evacuating the area because of the radioactive uranium and the uh, uh, uranium hexafluoride, um, highly toxic and deadly. And I researched it, and I found that the trucking company that operated this was called Hitman, H-I-T-T-M-A-N, Transport, out of Tennessee. And according to U.S. Uh, transportation records, the Hitman Transport Company uh, has a great safety record. They said the records show that it had five citations for hazardous, race, hazardous materials issued since March of 2019. Two of the four 1,000-gallon containers that they were in charge of transporting of uranium hexafluoride uh, was that they were carrying fell off the truck and overturned. So this is how they actually intentionally increase uh, radiation, gamma radiation, by, we call it, mobile Chernobyl. And um, it's most important to understand there's many things we can't do anything about, but being in ignorance, we can do something about. <clears throat> so I've given you a pre-on warning. I, I hope that you take this very seriously. I will be doing more on this when I'm up uh, again with Steve and Yana, because there's much more de detail about that, but I want to cover a number of topics tonight. And um, I want to say too, just as we're seeing happening in uh, Europe right now, their um, energy costs are skyrocketing where the normal um, working family can hardly afford to heat their homes now. I'm seeing a lot of that in the UK. I have a lot of friends that uh, are certainly experiencing what we're experiencing, and that's called bankers-initiated inflation. The bankers do this uh, on a continuous basis. They control it all. But wait, I'm looking at an insert from my bill from Pacific Gas and Electric, who is Rothschild, that has asked our regulators here in California, which is the um, CPUC, the California Public Utility Commission, and your utilities are operated by Rothschild too. So you're getting same rate hike requests as we are. But PG&E has just asked the regulators for an $18.8 .8 billion rate hike. So I can tell you when you hear that, uh, a reason why, if you're able to, that you uh, work on getting off the grid as soon as possible. We've talked about this on many shows, uh, and certainly you need, in order to facilitate that, you need to order um, uh, materials for that. And, of course, we're in a, a supply line breakdown as well. But if you are planning to try to survive off-grid and you have the means or collaboratively join together with people to pull together some monetary means. If you do decide to go with solar, understand you need to deploy many more solar panels than an engineer would spec out because they don't take into consideration the dimming of the sky by Bill Gates. And we're all deficient in vitamin uh, D because look at the levels of sky dimming. But you also want to make certain you never ever use 
um, lithium-ion batteries, their weapons, you want to always be certain that you use the silicon gel. Now, you can type in silicon gel batteries in Canada. Uh, you'll find that there are outfits in Canada and in Washington. And there are places here in the United States where you can get them, too. But it is, it is um, not easy to come by them. And I know people here uh, have, have come by them. So again, if this is something that you intend on do, to, to do, do it quickly while supply lines are still available. Also, I want to say for those of you that are operating any income or investment properties, uh, check your, your uh, water heaters, check your furnaces. If anything needs replacement, buy that equipment now. Uh, I know many people here have had trouble getting furnaces and um, water heating systems because of the supply, supply line disruption. And sadly, you're having to spend ahead of oftentimes the need to actually replace those things. But you're likely to not get that equipment in the very near, near future. So um, I want to go over something that I blasted out so that all of you could find this too. But most recently, they found um, uh, burial sites outside of, um, of, well, actually two in Russia and one in Poland, and right outside of St. Petersburg. And during World War II, and when, I, when my husband and I traveled to Russia, it was our intention to go take a look at a cemetery because I had found a huge robot that um, had um, a human slumped through the robot's abdomen, abdomen and uh, there was a, um, a huge blade above the human. The human was not yet cut in half, but, it, but the human was dead. I wanted to go to that cemetery and just see how large that um, structure was. And also I had heard in researching that uh, monument um, that, or that, yeah, that monument, uh, that in the mid-50s, there was a large estate that had been confiscated by the Nazis. The owners were killed, as many uh, owners were killed of large estates, and buried in very shallow graves. And there were uh, uh, depressions because of the subsidence when the body decays. There were um, just divots in the ground. And I wanted to go take a look at that because they said that they um, found a huge uh, area of unmarked graves. Well, right now they're, they're claiming that they have found a number of unmarked graves and not necessarily in the spot where my husband and I wanted to go. But some of the um, information is that in one of the unmarked graves areas, it was predominantly uh, naked people, uh, women and children. And what was said in this discovery is that during World War II, the children were used um, as uh, intravenous blood donors. Uh, their blood being pure and, and young and less um, dirty, they actually bled these kids out to service the injured um, uh, Nazis and Germans in the battle. And that has just recently been um, discovered and um, so for those of you, I will be sending that out as a blast out. I also would like to refer a couple of other videos that I've recently posted. I did a interview a number of years ago with Trevor Coppola, uh, one of the family members in the Francis Ford Coppola uh, family. Uh, and uh, that I had not seen for a number of years. 
I'm very appreciative that someone uh, re literally reposted it, and I came across it the other day. So I've uh, put that up again on StopTheCrime.net so you can hear my discussion about the NASA war document and silent weapons for quiet wars with Trevor Coppola. And that happened uh, during a conference that I attended when I was a speaker about uh, smart meters. So having now just said smart meters, I want to tell all of you the um, uh, enhancement of 5G that the utility companies are springing on us in secret with the facilitating of 5G enabling advanced metering infrastructure for smarter utilities. This is happening. Now, what we're seeing here, and many of you need to look this up for yourselves in your town, and this is particularly if you're in the city where you're connected to municipal water supply, uh, not, not wells, but we will be talking about wells in a moment. Um, but um, right now, they're changing out all the analog um, meters that were in our that are in our sidewalks here in California and likely in your sidewalks too and they're replacing them with wireless uh, smart meters now I pulled the maps from my local town to find out where the collector um, where the collectors were that received all this information that was being collected from all of these meters in front of every single property every single property and I found out that these frequencies go pell-mell in all directions, finally end up at four collection areas in one city alone. And uh, then I, I learned, of course, that they're going to be all 5G enabled. Now, originally we were all told that the 5G frequencies literally uh, were not able to uh, travel more than maybe um, 500 feet. There's been controversy over that. But needless to say, they needed to deploy more 5G small cells in neighborhoods. Now, everybody's got the idea that the 5G is being deployed in all the cell phone towers and everything else, but actually what they're now doing is they're rolling them out in your neighborhoods, uh, disguised in the wireless smart uh, water metering systems. So they're getting the proximity to the homes to affect the most amount of kill frequencies possible upon all of us with the transition now, again, from the analog water meters to the wireless uh, smart 5G-enabled uh, systems. Now, here, here is what uh, they're saying about that. Uh, they're saying that the integrated system of smart meters and communication networks and data management uh, as advanced metering infrastructure is a dream for forward-facing utility architecture and can reduce power outage. That's not true. None of that is true. And electrical spikes, not true. The, the electrical spikes are going through our bodies as if knives are jabbing us to death. And they tell us that it will help customers lower their bills. It will not. It will kill them so they will never get any more bills. And they say that they'll, it'll give access to gas, so they're going to also enable 5G gas transmission collection of data as well, electric and water readouts through the remote mobile 5G system. And they talk about already across Europe and the U U.S., the smart grids um, are being rolled out in, in the vast network of power reading sensors, and they're paving the way for an easier, friendlier future. Well, folks, there is not going to be much of a future. We're being absolutely decimated with frequencies that our bodies cannot sustain life. 
and they say, while smart metering currently features cross-network connection, and they talk about 4G, so uh, they say that the coming impact of 5G for the Internet of Things and the solutions, enabling new applications, utility functionality will be felt across the globe, building an AMI, Advanced Metering Infrastructure Framework, now for rev will revolutionize the way the world connects as to the world around us. You bet it will. Um, I, I wanted to also say that I found this as far as the 5G, uh, CV and 5G, and how illnesses are caused by abnormal electromagnetic frequencies in the environment. That is all true. And uh, this one um, document talks about, shall we let everyone die? That's a question. Are we going to let everyone die? Or are we going to speak up and allow a few people that will listen to listen and come up with ways in which they can survive a little bit longer so they're less easy to be killed. I look at my life on a daily basis as walking through a field of landmines. And when I start out, because of information that my family knows and others near me, uh, we can walk through the field of landmines, make it to the other side, and know that we did that because we understand what the traps are, where the landmines are sitting. Now, we're... we're you know, we're going to get blown up, of course. We're not going to make it every day or every week. But that's the way to look at it. And, they, and with electromagnetic energy being invisible, so people don't even think it's there, uh, the frequencies are killing us. And it's dangerous and can be deadly and is deadly. It causes a wide variety of illnesses in all plants and animals um, and humans. And energy charges are too small to see but they harm us all, even your pets. Now, they'll harm your pets uh, worse for those of you that have the RFID chips in your pets. Many of you that have gotten pets from the humane societies, they chip them all. They vaccinate your pets uh, fully. In fact, I recently learned that now people that want to have their pets in a doggy daycare while they're working have to now have their pets given flu shots. So um, I can say to you, that the exposure standards for non-ionizing radiation is up to a quadrillion times higher than natural levels. So that's why I am referring you to um, We Are Beings of Frequencies. It's a video up on StopTheCrime.net. Uh, listen to that. It's well worth it. It's an older video, but it is perfect for the times that we're in. And so... Uh, you're going to see this rolling out in your city in order to find out if this is, has been rolled out or planned to be rolled out, which it is, um, because in all of the sustainable development um, uh, documents that your cities have approved, because they're all working in orchestration with the international bankers and the controllers to certainly um, create genocide. And so, again, you can call your water agencies in your town and ask them when they're going to start um, deploying the, um, the uh, wireless water meters, and they will tell you. Or maybe they haven't started it yet. I remember um, having a great disagreement with a friend in Ohio, and I'm here in California, and they said, oh, they're not going to be uh, deploying the uh, wireless electric meters here. They haven't done it. And I said, yes, they will. They just haven't gotten to you yet. Well, after a few years of 
sadly not advancing the information to the community, suddenly they start rolling in overnight. So just because you may not find it uh, rolling in right now and you think, oh, I'm in a safe place, I'm glad I live here, no, it's rolling in on you. And uh, satellites are being used on all of us as well, and we're being uh, pummeled with frequencies from the uh, atmosphere and from satellites. So I have told you now about 5G and the plans for Rothschild's uh, global deployment of the massive grid. Of course, we will have massive power outages. I've talked about that many times over the years. And um, uh, because of that, I'm able to wade into more information and digest it. And I'm going to go over some of what is happening with the new regulations for all of our water. Wherever you live, this is going to start occurring. Now, I did try to research it for all the states in the, the, in the incorporated USA, but it seems like there's a few states that are already heading into the direction of not issuing new construction permits uh, and and because there's not enough water. Now, for those of you that have been listening to me, you know water is a renewable. We're not running out. And the idea of not issuing um, construction permits is predominantly in the WUI, in the rural country areas. They're shutting the WUI down. That has been the plan all along. And I've talked about the Wildlands Project, and this is all part of the consolidation of the enemy. We're the enemy under the um, Trading with the Enemy Act. The, the we are enemy. the enemy, and they're consolidating us. This is a war of, of attrition. We're having our communications cut off, our, our uh, resources cut off, our food supply cut off, uh, water accessibility, electricity, and we're being consolidated and moved slowly as climate refugees move into these areas where they want to um, literally uh, ice surround us in, called smart cities. That's right. And so I got, I got, what we find, yes, Yes. So I didn't mean to throw you off there, Deborah, but before you get too far along here, one thing I wanted to just throw in there uh, before you start down the water part here. Recently, our neighbor, uh, because where we live at here in Tennessee, a lot of people have natural gas. And you've spoke about how that uh, in the past, you've spoke about how that eventually they're going to control even what you get for free. Well, they yeah. have... They actually have the gas uh, pipelines on their property, and they get their gas for free because of that. And they have just been recently contacted by the county, and the county is telling them they're coming to put a meter on their gas well. And they are blown away by this. And so as you're well, talking about the water, I'm assuming they're going to do the exact same thing. Yeah, I was just getting rights. ready to go into that with the wells, Steve. That's exactly what were. the plan is. Yes. But the plan for the wells is even worse. Um, so for all of you, at this point in time, in the reality that we're finding ourselves dismally in, we just simply cannot continue to allow things to occur. So I know many people that have um, put locks on their wells. They've built fences around their well houses. These um, crews come in um, and they have easements, so they say in many instances, 
they don't need your permission, so they will tell you. And they'll come in and yank or deploy a meter. And uh, so at this point in time, you have to harden up. Um, consider how that might look for you. I know that in the early days of the smart meters here, uh, there were uh, lockable rings that people could put around their analog electric meters to be uh, less easily removed uh, by those that came onto the properties and jerked them off and put on the, um, the um, smart meters. So I can say, you're hearing what's happening. Steve just told you about an incident. Don't agree. Certainly do not call these agencies up and try to refute it um, because then they will just send out, you know, the troops uh, to make certain that they don't have a problem with you when they put the meter on your property. I know many people that are fully gated, they have dogs, and it will be this side of, of uh, the end of things before they'll get on the property to do anything at all, which also includes accounting all of your farm animals, what you're growing, whether you're selling it in commerce or not, all of your fruit trees, they want an inventory of all the food sources now. And there are threats of $1,000 a day fines if you do not fill out 20-page documents that will identify the farm equipment, the shovels, the wheelbarrows, what are you doing with your food, where is it going, etc. And I could go on and on and never end in this conversation, but I want to jump into uh, the most outrageous thing you're going to hear right now about water and uh, um, pertaining to wells. Uh, what they're doing right now, and they've started it in several states, uh, and what they're doing is if you have a property that abuts the city growth boundary, which many of you uh, might be in a, on a rural country property, but right, right across the street are neighbors that have um, hookups to municipal water supply, and you're on a well. Well, uh, they recently did some research here in Sonoma County, and they found that there were only two properties that would be eligible that had an existing well that pumped dry, and they have no water on that proper on those properties. There are only two that they could find that would uh, meet the requirements in order to be able to hook up to the city's water supply. Um, and uh, what what they're saying now is no new hookups. These are moratoriums on not allowing new hookups or new water wells. If you um, find you're in a situation and you need to get in another auxiliary well, which I would recommend you highly consider doing, um, uh, you have to understand if you haven't yet been required by the city, you will be required to put a meter on that well. So however you go about putting in a new well, understand that that could be a requirement. But uh, how long are we going to go on, uh, I have to ask all of you, with the requirements that uh, lead us to our demise? How long? So let me just tell you what uh, they're doing here and what you will be facing as well. Uh, this, again, relates to the groundwater supply and for wells. And what they're doing is they're creating groundwater supply regulations. Everyone who has a well will be uh, receiving a bill, a fee, for pumping out of what they call the aquifers. And because, after all, they say that the water in the aquifers, aquifers should be a shared equitable resource. And if you are overusing 
then you have to be um, paying fees and eventually fines and penalties. And uh, if you're not allowing the county on your property to assess your water usage or to put a meter on your well, well, they're just going to go to a neighbor that will allow that, utilize the uh, acreage that their property is servicing, and come up with a plus from air figure that you will receive a, um, a fee rate on. That's how they do this. I've sat in water meetings. I've heard them discuss this. And I've seen people raise their hand. You can come to my farm, and you can come put a meter on my well, and that will help you make some assessments for my neighbors that you may not be able to get onto their farms easily. Understand, you have complicit narcs among, among you, all of us. We all do. So here's what they're saying about the groundwater supply. They say the water agencies must achieve sustainability. No significant drop in groundwater tables must be evidenced from year to year by 2042 and maintain sustainability to at least the year 2072. Now, I'm going to explain this again because this is beyond outrageous. They believe that they can adequately um, verify what water is in the groundwater supply and that that water level must be static from year to year and completely static. In other words, no evidence of depletion by the year 2042 and maintain sustainability to at least 2072. Now you have to ask yourself, you can just imagine the, um, the dreamed up uh, statistics that are going to work this through. I'm sure that the cities are hiring Ernst & Young out of London to dream up the charging of natural resources. This is what's happening. We're now going into a new monetary system, uh, and it's been talked about. I've talked about it for years because after the fires here in 2017 that burned down 5,000 homes in October of 2017, in my local newspaper, they said that the Santa Rosa City was hiring Ernst & Young out of London. I thought, who on earth is Ernst & Young? They call it um, EY for Ernst & Young. And I looked them up, and I found the unthinkable. In fact, I went to some of the local meetings and, and spoke to the people that were sitting at the meetings, saying that everyone sitting here in the city councils are hiring the Rothschilds and hiring an accounting firm that will charge you for the fees and use of natural resources. And that's what I discovered. And so at this point, our economy is changing. We're going to be taxed on the use of what is nature. What is nature? And what I found in the Ernst & Young information, and I have it on older um, uh, videos on StopTheCrime.net on my um, Odyssey vid channel. You can go uh, a couple of years ago and see my Ernst & Young discussions uh, when that was all fresh in my mind and I was actually uh, posting those documents underneath but Ernst & Young will also be coming up with fees for charging us for air and when I saw that on their website I was thrown back on Hold that. your breath. Now Deborah. you may hear me Yes. No I'm just saying we might as well hold our breath <laughs> Well yeah because you will have to if you can't pay for it so I, I will say that at that time, when I found this information, we had just suffered a tremendous 
loss of over 5,000 homes here. Many of my family members and friends had homes burned up, and we were in the throes of living in smoke, hazardous, deadly levels of smoke, and I was discovering this from my local newspaper. And it was just beyond craziness when I knew that we were also hit with directed energy weapons and space-based weapons and ground-based arsonists that were burning our cities down all over California and elsewhere. So it was a horrific time back then, and I researched Ernst and Young. Now, um, again, uh, the idea is to get meters on your wells. For many of you, you're going to need to figure out how you're not going to allow that because you will have reduced access to water. That's been happening here, and we've been seeing entire cities eliminating the use of any outdoor water on any landscaping at all. And this is the decrease in air. Understand, uh, when, we, when we look at what is occurring with equipment now and machinery that's taking the CO2 out of the atmosphere, honestly, I've reported on this equipment being set up in Greenland, I think it is, where they're actually pulling the CO2 out of the atmosphere. Do you know that all the plants are already dying as it is with the heavy metals and all of the bioweapons that have been uh, le already le sent up on us? We have a sap sucker that's absolutely destroying uh, many of the trees, the apples trees and the pepper trees. And they're little birds. They're like no you can't, I I've never seen one. And yet I'll go out and we'll see trees that they have destroyed and killed because these little things hang on to the bark and they make little holes. It almost looks like if you were to wrap a, a, a strand of pearls around the trunk, each pearl would represent what that little sap sucker did with pecking in to the trunk of those plants. And they separate the cambium layer and the, and the plants, the trees, the shrubs die. They die. And that's happening all over. You may not have noticed it, but it's happening all over. So I want to say this, because as I, as I do the next show uh, with Steve and Yana, um, I'm going to be talking about much more. Uh, again, I've spent many, many years in documents. Um, it doesn't take much of a leap to understand where we're headed. And I see it, and I have documents that tell me this. And uh, there's so much more. I want to just go over a little bit of what I've dis disclosed in the past uh, and what our, our, our team has found. Uh, we discovered the blast wave accelerator from the NASA war document where um, literally uh, tsunamis are created. We know that. They're created with technology. In fact, the blast wave accelerator was going to have been used to create a 33-foot high tsunami on the low-lying areas of Japan had either one of the two bombs not detonated um, uh, when, they, when we dropped the bombs on Japan. And uh, then I also discovered that they used blood in all of the admix in concrete. All of this is black magic, dark rituals, and how they also dispose of the bodies. Uh, I have blast outs on that. I've done radio shows on uh, blood in the concrete. Also, by adding the blood in the concrete, a local concrete um, company, the owner, died of prion disease. Because, yes, prion 
can be um, put in the concrete and spread because you cannot kill the prion. You you can't you can't destroy it. It it's something that just is not able to be destroyed. And then I also talked about the evacuation zones, the maps here. They're in your areas too. They're actually military maps. I have a couple of shows about that. We discovered that they're using long-range acoustic weapons and mind control technologies to forcibly force evacuations up on people when they're being hit with uh, some type of weather weapon event, uh, whether it's uh, a hurricane, a cyclone, um, whatever type of event, fires, uh, severe flooding. They can literally set these things up a few miles away and talk into your mind and tell you to evacuate whether you want to or not because the evacuations now will be taking you through and into the uh, internment centers that have been set up. And uh, we're going to talk about that in just a moment or two. Um, also, I have talked about the lithium-ion batteries and how those are used as weapons. They are. Uh, you, if you're going to, I said earlier in the, in the program, consider uh, solar. You have to use the silicon gel batteries. I also talked about the dangers of some of the uh, high-efficiency, low-E windows. You need, to under, under, you need to research that if you're replacing windows because everyone will be required to reduce your carbon footprint and you will be required by your local building and planning departments and it will be enforced by code enforcement to increase the sustainability of our homes. So you don't want to replace windows on the sunny side of the afternoon of your homes without considering putting some kind of a uh, shade on the outside because they can cup in, cause magnification, and burn your fence down if that's the direction of the magnification, or burn neighbors' uh, cars um, when they're parked on the curb in front of your house, or even catch a neighbor's home on fire. So we brought that forth. Uh, the only uh, place we saw any mention of this uh, these windows that cause fires was in the Trex manuals because we're builders and we were looking through Trex for another project we were working on and I will tell you Steve it said in the Trex manual to watch out for the high efficiency low E windows because it can catch the Trex material on fire and then from then I looked I looked into all of that and it just cascaded down when I did a search high efficiency low E windows and fires. And uh, it's not being reported by any, any of the window manufacturers. Or is it, be re or is it be re being reported by the Department of Energy that is requesting that we use these type of windows? So be cautious about that. Look at uh, putting some kind of covering over so your house does not catch on fire or, or you burn your neighbor's house down. Uh, we've talked about primary water. We've talked about how the infrastructure uh, in this country, which would include dams, reservoirs, um, buildings, uh, how all of that is now structurally failing because of the increased frequencies, which literally acts as many earthquakes pounding, because everything is energy. And we have all of this infrastructure that's failing. Now we have this promise of this globalist infrastructure bill that's absolutely going to paralyze this country financially. We're going down rather rapidly 
people think, oh great, an infrastructure bill. Well, you're already taxed to the extent where uh, the United States only is allowed to keep 22% of the total collected taxes for operating this country, which is why we're crumbling and falling apart. The rest is sent to the London banksters, which the Vatican and, and the London banksters and, of course, Washington, D.C. utilize for their own purposes, for their own pockets, for uh, space weapons, for creating what is being created all around us. Um, and so I've spent many, many years uh, talking about gang stalking and targeted individuals and tortured individuals. I've toured wastewater treatment plants. I have those videos up called Sewer Poop Tour. Uh, important to understand that executive orders now are saying that because we're running out of water, we need to highly treat with chemicals and reuse all of our excrement, which includes, of course, of uh, much of the um, vaccine, or I should say anything at all that's injected into people's bodies or taken as pharmaceuticals into people's bodies is all part of what they're going to tell us can be chemically treated so we can reuse that for water. So when you hear the word reuse, uh, they're talking about, uh, re in the water context, they're talking about um, building more wastewater treatment plants, sewage treatment plants throughout the country and all over the world. They have large uh, corporations and hedge funds uh, doing that now. They're, they're setting up to transport different countries' treated sewer uh, and sludge to other countries that can't afford a wastewater treatment plant. So they're going to share it and spread it around. I've talked about that. I've talked about how uh, much of, of the sewer um, uh, sludge is already being dumped upstream of the reservoirs, which creates a blend. Uh, the idea, be, idea, idea, idea being uh, the solution to pollution is dilution. And so we're being massively killed with all the groundwater, um, all the atmospheric water, which would be water that is delivered to all of us through rain and snowmelt. Uh, we think of rain as being heavenly, uh, particularly when we've been in droughts like we have been here for a very, very long time. And um, we think of rain as a godsend. It's a toxic mix of, of overhead aerial chemtrailing poisons and chemicals and uh, mixed with all of these um, runoff from the deadly fertilizers that are being used and the runoff also which would include the heavy metals and all of the micro dust and so forth that is on in, in our soil. So I, I painted a pretty grim picture, but I haven't painted the full picture. It's, uh, of course, uh, more severe than what I've even had an opportunity to discuss right now. But um, for the sake of wanting people to smile and be grateful in front of their hopeful, wonderful visits with family and friends uh, over, the, over Thanksgiving, the day after next, um, I'm going to now get into something that you all must know. I'm going to do uh, some coverage now uh, with an executive order that I recently came across. Um, for those of you, um, I call... Uh, my, uh, a portion of my downstairs of my home, the war room. I've now just renamed it. It's called the situation room. My poor husband, 
uh, has to uh, figure out how to get from one side of the room to the other with the piles of documents that I have. Um, and I haven't had an opportunity to uh, file all these away because I'm pummeled into more documents, more information every single day. So it's just part of my life um, and part of my husband's life as well. And bless his heart, he understands Stephen, and I, I am trying to mitigate some of that for him. But I do want to go over Nasara. It's something that I recently um, posted on my website. There are two three-hour videos. I would recommend when you see the three-hour time that you would need to watch them, that you watch each one of those for every single second. Every single second. Uh, one of them is called um, Change is on the Horizon, a Nasara Mission. It's three hours. Another one is named Nasara 2. They've just only recently been posted as of during this past week, so you can spot them easily. Again, stopthecrime.net, and then click on the Odyssey video channel. And um, I'm going to um, read to you um, and discuss what Nasara means so that you will have an idea. And this is very important because I did not know what Nasara meant. And um, I came across it quite by accident recently. And then I listened to these videos. And what I came out of after listening to this information is that we really truly do and did have um, uh, people in higher up government positions and military positions that were trying to protect us. Um, but they failed. They did win a significant Supreme Court victory, and I believe that that is why the kill grids and systems have been set up on us so dramatically since the Nasara victory. So let's talk about Nasara. It, it's an acronym spelled N-E-S-A-R-A, and it means National Economic Security and Reformation Act. And Nasara was a Supreme Court victory waged by hundreds of farming families who had their farms fraudulently stolen from them by the fraudulent banking schemes. Top military brass became involved and helped to bring the truth out. Now, this all happened during the late 70s and 80s. And the victory was built upon a close review of what happened in 1913 to this country and onward, and how the Federal Reserve was a foreign-held international group of families, Rothschild, Rockefeller, and more, that had been stealing America's assets, and the world's assets for that matter. And the Supreme Court victory provided for the dismantling of the Federal Reserve because under the organic constitution, obviously, we were never to have had a foreign international banking system uh, called the Federal Reserve operating with phony fiat currency, which are debt notes. We can't ever dig out of the debt that has been created. So the Federal Reserve, they were going to dismantle it uh, and replace um, their phony fiat currency with our currency, referred to as rainbow currency. Now, when I was watching these videos, um, I'm going to go to 
uh, a larger bank, Bank of America or Wells Fargo. I'm understanding that they actually have some of the rainbow currency in their vaults. They were getting ready. Should this um, uh, Nasara mission actually come to fruition? But sadly, I can tell you it will not. But let me tell you what the intention was of these people called the White Knights. It was not the White Hats. Had we been using the word White Knights, some of you may have stumbled in to Nasara, but they were referred to as White Knights. So what was happening was they were going to replace our currency with what they called a rainbow currency, backed by the gold. Now I'm going to talk about that because, again, this all happened during the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And I never really understood um, what some of the um, uh, Willie Nelson concerts were about with Farm Aid. I heard that he was doing that. I didn't understand. It was all about trying to help the farmers. And in this um, YouTube. Uh, change is on the horizon. You will see him being interviewed uh, with uh, Jesse Ventura and Alex Jones and talking about farm aid and how he was trying to help the farmers whose land had been uh, fraudulently foreclosed upon. And fraudulently foreclosed upon looked like uh, redirecting mortgage payments that never ended up uh, uh, being made on time and so the properties were being foreclosed upon, all kinds of different banking schemes. So uh, the money was stolen, um, and it was to be, it turned out not only that the farmers, but each and every single one of us was to have the money returned to us. That was the um, victory under the Nassara Supreme Court ruling. There was only to be tax on goods and no other taxation. We were to be returned to the organic constitution and no longer be held uh, captive under the banker's corporate constitution of enslavement. Uh, our top military brass, I mean, we're talking about the uh, top, top military met in Omaha to discuss this, and they were behind a lot of the victories that were won during the Supreme Court decision. And they actually sent Delta Force to Europe to uh, recover the stolen gold that the bankers had stolen from our coffers here in the United States. And they returned, uh, which with much of uh, our stolen gold, and it's uh, now stored in various locations, and one is in Cheyenne Mountain and uh, other locations as well. And those freedom fighters were known, again, as White Hats, and there was a gag order placed on the, the Nassara victory. And the only method to inform citizens was in meetings. So, of course, Nassara uh, faded away. Um, and, and I think that even if this was all true, obviously its inability to spread and enforce the victory, presumably that it was a victory, was never enforceable. And there are simply too many means being used to kill us all off. This Supreme Court victory could be one of the reasons the kill-off methods have been um, uh, massively uh, uh, hastened. We all feel that. We know that. To kill off the people that found victory. Nassara was said to be, again, the Supreme Court ruling. It had the, had the ruling gone into effect. In short, these are what would have changed restore the Constitution 
to the natural law, to the natural organic constitution, which is debatable that we had that for very long at any point in time anyway. Uh, but uh, also to promote and, and provide world peace. In other words, we weren't going to allow the bankers to throw us into endless wars for the enhancement of their coffers at the killings and the depopulation of our soldiers and other and the killings of other people. So world peace, they were going to abolish the income tax, forgive all bank debts, all bank debts forgiven. But sadly, this won't happen but certainly explains why the elite controllers must strike and kill the industrialized nations who have been the engine that created the wealth for the Federal Reserves, the international structure set in place in 1913. And again, we've posted these two videos on StopTheCrime.net on our Odyssey channel about Nasara. And so please understand, we had a number of failed attempts to turn our corporate system around and many gave their lives, and you'll see that in the Nasara accounting. Uh, we must now face the technologies that are causing further destruction and death, and what may have been a victorious win, referred to as Nasara, has ended up unacknowledged and buried under the dump pile of the destruction of America and all industrialized countries, because this would have freed all industrialized countries. So know that it was there, for a moment, there was a victory called Nasara, but uh, just as the unacknowledgement of overhead aerial um, geoengineering or aerosol spraying is done, all of that is unacknowledged, and so is Nasara. But I guess uh, for me, when I understood what had happened then, um, it le at least helped me to understand why they're trying to kill us off so quickly because we really did have a victory. And when, when you watch that three-hour uh, video called Changes, in the, uh, Changes on the Horizon, um, the Nasara mission by James Rink, the three-hour, they're both three hours, both Nasara videos are three hours, but the one entitled Change is on the Horizon by um, James Rink, he does an absolutely superior job on outlining what happened to the United States before it was the United States Corporation. How all of this started way back in uh, the kings and queens in Europe, and then bringing it forward with all of the various acts, including the burning down of the White House, and all of the hidden documents, and all of the uh, uh, other policies that occurred on certainly on Jekyll Island with the Federal Reserve moves forward in a very understandable manner on how this country was taken. Now, um, keeping in mind that you're going to hear some things later on in the description of murders um, and uh, shooting events such as the shooting of President Reagan, you're going to hear some conclusions about what happened when he was uh, murdered that day by Hinckley. Many of you are unaware he was indeed murdered, but you will hear about this in the reality of clones because that's what we face. This is a world of uh, technology now that most of us are unaware of. You may be hearing me say this right now and think it's absolutely crazy. Take your blinders off. Have an open mind. Understand the level of technology and beyond even clones that has occurred. You will also hear an absolutely unbelievable 
explanation about why 9-11 really happened. So I can't encourage you more than to listen to this. It is um, most important. It's a part of history that has not been explained to the depth that I think was explained in this. Now, I've studied what happened with the War Powers Act. I've done many videos on the corporate reality that we're in. And so having, uh, and I'm not an expert by any means in all of this. I know that many of you may be. So that when you watch this and you want to post some comments under, under the video, I would appreciate that. Uh, keep it respectful uh, and certainly stay open-minded because what we face is far more than clones. Uh, we're, we're, we are facing patented DNA in our bodies that is going to allow ownership of us. So now, Steve, I'm going to go over to an executive order. I want to go into some of what we face with the bioweapons systems that are occurring. So this is an executive order that I stumbled on in my stack of stuff, quite by accident or by, not by accident, I choose to think it was meant for me to find it and go over it now with all of you. So here we go. It's Executive Order 13295 of April 4th of 2003. This was signed by George W. Bush again on April 4th of 2003. The executive order again is 13295. Here's what it says. Revised list of quarantinable communicable diseases. Revised list of quarantinable communicable, communicable diseases. Now, I hope you understand what the full word of quarantine means. It does mean FEMA camps. It does mean quarantinable, and you'll hear this in this next, in uh, the next few sentences. By, by the authority vested in me as president, by the Constitution and the laws, no, I'm going to have to interject, I can't help myself, uh, by the authority vested in me as the CEO of USA Inc., and by the corporate Constitution and the statutory laws of the United States Incorporated, including Section 361B, of the Public Health Service Act 42 USC, all, you know, all caps, 264B. It is hereby ordered as followed. Now, I added, just so that you know, uh, USA Inc., because it, we are a corporation, and this is how the wool has been pulled over our eyes forever. Uh, generally, people would read executive orders like this and think that the president is doing this, no, it's the controllers, the bankers, and that it is under our Constitution. No, we have a, a, a Constitution, an incorporated Constitution. It's not ours. And the laws, the laws are statutory laws made by the uh, attorneys that have sadly taken over this country. And you'll find in the SARA, one of the rules of governing, governing, governing this country was to never have any people of elite status, including attorneys, uh, in any legislative powerful positions or stacked with nothing but attorneys and corporate structures. So the attorneys, sadly, and I, I covered that in a video I did called Water Wars, Stealing Water for Profit and Control. I actually found something I could no longer find after I found it. 
So I would encourage you all to listen to a video I did in 2015 about water wars stealing water for profit and control and about law firms in the United States. I was flabbergasted. You need to revisit that YouTube video. It had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views before I was taken off of uh, YouTube. But it's now still uh, on my Odyssey channel on StopTheCrime.net. So let me then commence. Uh, section 1. Based upon the recommendation of the Secretary of Health and Human Services, the Secretary, in consultation with the Surgeon General, and for the purpose of specifying certain communicable diseases for regulations providing for the apprehension, detention, or conditional release of individuals to prevent the introduction, transmission, or spread of suspected communicable diseases. The following communicable diseases are hereby specified pursuant to Section 361B of the Public Health Service Act. Now, I want you to remember some key words in that paragraph that I just read. Uh, apprehension and detention and regulations pertaining to apprehension and detention and conditional release. Here's the next sentence. Here is what is considered communicable diseases. Cholera, diphtheria, infectious tuberculosis, plague, smallpox, yellow fever, and viral hemorrhagic fevers such as Lassa, uh, Marburg, uh, Ebola, Cremanian Congo, South American, and others not yet isolated or named. The next paragraph. Severe acute respiratory syndrome, which is SARS, which is a disease associated with fever and signs and symptoms of pneumonia or other respiratory illness. It's transmitted from person to person, predominantly by the aerosolized or droplet route, and if spread in the population, would have severe public health consequences. The secretary, in the secretary's discretion, shall determine whether a particular condition constitutes a communicable disease of any type specified. The functions of the president under this section of the Public Health Service Act are assigned to the secretary. This order is not intended to and does not create any right or benefit enforceable by law or equity by any party against the United States, its departments, agencies, entities, officers, employees, or agents, or any other person. Now that sounds like a tremendous hold harmless to me. Again, this is Executive Order 13295 dated April 4th of 2003. And I want to bring back to your attention uh, some of the diseases. They talk about the Lhasa, uh, Ebola, and I'm going to go over now to the NASA war document that I stumbled into years ago with a friend of mine, and I covered this in tremendous detail, and just recently, as I said at the beginning of the show, reposted my interview about this document to a limited extent with Trevor Coppola of the Francis Ford Coppola family. You will find that video sort of at the top 
of my um, uh, channel right now, you'll see uh, my name and, and Trevor Coppola's name. And I would urge you to listen to it. It's just a half an hour. But now I'm going to read to you on page 51 of the NASA War Plan. Often finger printless, scattering of bioweapons, which is bio um, archipelago. They say often finger printless, bio archipelago, and that means scattering of bioweapons. Now here is what they list. Bacteriological, fatal to disabling. Viruses, short to long-term scales. Parasites, um, they talk about anti-functional. They talk about fungi, uh, carcinogens, direct and undetectable binary biosystems, toxins, natural genes, um, hormones and regulators, biohacking. This is what is happening to all of us now. I'm going to finish with a few more uh, pages. Again, this is in PowerPoint format, and it took us a long while to break down quite a bit of the acronyms that were throughout this, but we did that over the years. So on page 51, it reads about some interesting bioweaponized possibilities. Now, I want to just say at the beginning of this document, it says everything in this document is fully operational and in use now, and there's no pixie dust. And this document was presented as a PowerPoint only two months before 9-11 by Dennis Bushnell, the chief NASA scientist. I'll go over some of the agencies that were involved in this um, level of Nazi deployment of death upon all of us. So again, on page 52, some interesting bioweapon possibilities. These are bio-warfares, okay? Uh, they talk about aflatoxin, and um, they talk about uh, the parts per billion to cause carcinogen, uh, which is cancer. They, it's, aflatoxin is a fungus that grows and producing a poison causing cancer. Now, this is a bioweapon. They also talk about airborne varieties of Ebola and Lassa, uh, which is germ warfare. I just read to you in that executive order some of those already. So Lassa, I read that to you. I read to you Ebola. I'm looking back at the executive order. It's in the NASA war document also. They talk about the use of binary agents distributed be uh, via imported products such as vitamins, clothing, uh, food, etc. They talk about um, genes, individual societal targeting with pathogens. Exactly what's happening right now on page 52 of the NASA document. Long-term fingerprintless campaign as opposed to shock and awe. That's what they call bioweapons assaults long-term, fingerprintless campaign as opposed to shock and awe. So let's talk about page 53. And you can all see this on StopTheCrime.net. Uh, hit the search and type in NASA War Document. It actually had a different name. And when I stumbled across this document many years ago, um, I almost didn't even bother to look at it because it, it said something like Future Circle Warfare 2025. 
and it just seemed rather dry, uh, but I decided to take a quick look. I think it was around midnight when I came across this. And I landed immediately when I just arbitrarily opened the link up on page 66, and I was forever stunned. And I will read you what was on page 66 uh, in a moment, but I want to go over page 53. They talk about an existing biocommative, which is called the Venezuelan equine encephalitis. They say it was weaponized by the U.S. and USSR in the 1950s and 60s, initially transmitted as an aerosol, highly infectious, low fatality rate, one to five day incubation, three week recovery, tested on humans in Operation White Coat, no treatment available. Now, I researched Operation White Coat, and indeed, I found that this had been tested on us, and it is aerosolized. Very, very important to understand what they tell us on page 55. Again, still in the NASA war document. They talk about what is apparently legal. Uh, microwave um, RF. Uh, radiation frequencies, anti-functional and anti-personnel weaponry. Um, they talk about chemical anti-functional weaponry. Uh, they talk about psychological effects via sensory organs and weaponry and with our smell as well. They talk about um, uh, weapons, uh, they call it hostage and terrorism, cywar, acoustic uh, weapons, and uh, micro dust mechanical micro dust and they talk about nanobots as well and that's what we're hearing a lot about what's in these vaccine vials well sadly we've already all been exposed to all of this in an aerosolized format in fact as a result of researching much of what i discovered in this nasa war document early on i came across other things too besides the intention to create tsunamis worldwide on low-lying coastal areas and creating coastal and shore erosion, calling it sea level rise. That's what sea level rise is. Um, but I then went meticulously through who was behind this work, and here are just a few of the um, deadly agencies that are working against all of us and killing us. And these are the contributors to the presentation. And I'll go over more of that presentation in a moment, but I want you to know who was involved. The U.S. Air Force. And all of you should look up U.S. Air Force 2025 so that you can read about the intention of weather weapons. Um, also, the National Research Council was involved. The SSG, which is the Strategic Studies Group, Chief of Naval Operations, the Australian Department of Defense, uh, the National Reconnaissance Office, DARPA, of course DARPA, the uh, Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, DARPA, and uh, also the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, and the CIA. So if any of you have been listening to Robert K. 
Kennedy Jr.'s recently discussion with his new book about Fauci and what has happened, you will discover uh, that not only is the CIA involved in bioweapon systems, but they were involved in the bioweapon systems in the Wuhan, in the Wuhan lab. And um, I was uh, listening to some of his uh, the book report of the book that he just now released. That would be uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. And I would recommend that you um, search it online and take a look at it because the United States military, the CIA, has all been working um, uh, to destroy all of us, all the industrialized nations. And uh, we are, in fact, the enemy, which is why uh, we have the Trading with the Enemy Act. But the CIA, also the FBI, always the FBI. I want to add something about the CIA. I have it posted on StopTheCrime.net. I did not know that the CIA had a finders uh, organization. And what that, uh, what that organization does is they cruise through our neighborhoods and steal our kids. The CIA finders organization. And when I often think of that, because we're a mere 20 minutes from Bohemian Grove, I often have to wonder how many children have been stolen and transported across this country to be used as blood ritual sacrificing to the owl of Moloch. Who in their neighborhood could imagine that the most well-positioned people in the United States, including the presidents, would attend an annual affair of, of, of celebrating the, um, the uh, desecration of life at the, at the foot of the owl of Moloch? How many of you have that in your neighborhood? Well, you do. You have satanic ritual abuse going on in every single neighborhood. And that's why I, again, remind all of you to please listen to the tribute to Russ Dizdar, memories to Russ Dizdar, so that you fully understand what Russ was engaged in. I'm going to finish a few more names who were involved in the NASA document, and then I'm going to go through some additional pages. Uh, but... Um, we have a Southern Command involved. We have um, Joint Force Command. We have uh, operations, uh, uh, other war operations involved, uh, Supreme Allied Command of the Atlantic, and others, and others. So again, this is who has put this together in, in conjunction with Dennis Bushnell, the chief NASA scientist, and NASA is, is a Nazi organization. Be very clear about that. So let's go through the, Steve, do I have a little bit of time to go through some of these pages in this NASA war document for folks that may not have heard it before? I'm sitting right here with you. Go right ahead. And by the way, the Ebola uh, from the intel that I just got uh, on Friday uh, that has been released in Africa, and it does have a 100% uh, death rate. That sounds exactly right when you're looking at uh, global depopulation and genocide. And I hope that the people that are listening are not going to become so fear-based that they can't function. Um, there's, there's nothing, though, I can find that can avoid us from going through fear as we learn the enormity of what we face. And um, 
I I guess I I could uh, conclude the show at some point after I go through some of the pages of the NASA war document with a Hopi uh, Indian um, uh, saying that I think is most important, and I will do that, Steve. But uh, on page four, it says this presentation. Uh, it says is based in all cases upon existing data, trends, analysis, and technologies. No pixie dust. It goes on on page five uh, to talk about inputs to the Department of Defense and research development planning, a heads up for intel community, watchers, and warnings. I'm not going to go through every page. I'm just going to go through a few. Uh, they talk about on page seven, we need to plan differently. The world is in the throes of a triple exponential IT, biological warfare, and nano technological revolutions. And changes are occurring at scales of months instead of decades. I think we can all, uh, we're all spinning in all of this. And they told us we would on page seven of the NASA document. Uh, they uh, talk about number eight. And this is one of the pages I stumbled on when, again as I uh, first looked at this document after I hit page 66, well, I, which I will actually skip ahead and read to you in a moment. But uh, page 8 says, Spaceship Earth. Now you have to understand that the whole, uh, much of the global warming hoax spun out of NASA. And uh, you can find that out in the uh, report from Iron Mountain. Uh, certainly, again, I encourage all of you to watch that. Um, but uh, it says here, we're, they, it says the crew. We're the crew. Spaceship Earth, the crew, plundering the ship's supplies, tinkering with the temperature and life support controls, still looking for the instruction manual, engaging in bloody scrimmages in every corner of the vessel, increasing the size of the, of the crew by two million per week. That's us. That's what this na nasty NASA um, document thinks of us. Plundering the ship. Plundering. Page nine. Humans have vastly taken over and vastly shortened evolution. They go on to say the planet, global warming, pollution, deforestation, uh, they also talk about the Three Gorges Dam in China, um, and uh, certainly uh, they're going to attack that as they are going to attack all dams. That's mentioned on page 9, the Three Gorges Dam. And they researched that and found out that dams are now part of a weapon system. Much of the Gorges Dam was uh, literally, it did fail, and um, had tremendous impact on many of the farmers in that region. But continuing with page nine, of human species, uh, modify human species, dis disabling us chemically, which is the genomic design and repair, uh, mind control, uh, artificial life uh, transhumanism, and cross-species molecular breeding, a directed evolution. And I'm reading also some of my notes that I um, inserted into some of this PowerPoint. Um, I'm going to continue 
bypassing quite a few pages, hitting the ones uh, that I think are so important. Um, key future technologies, all highly uh, synergistic at the frontiers of the small in a feeding frenzy off each other. They talk about uh, automatic, um, robotic everything, everything. They talk about virtual reality and holographic. That's what we're heading into now, is being able to put on a headset and living in a virtual reality while the world outside is unbearable. Why do you think that they're now, they now have created the new 988 number for the United States, uh, a emergency suicide hotline? Many of us here in, in my area have had to now dial our area codes, which we never had to do before if we dialed within the same area code. But now we have to go to the extra dialing of four digits, the one plus the area code, to call my neighbor. Never had to do that before because they had to broaden the numerical accessibility of the nationwide suicide hotline because of all of the extreme psychological warfare that is being pummeled on us. They talk about IT, silicon, bio, optical, quantum, nanocomputing, no end in sight. Uh, genetic engineering before birth, we all know that. Uh, plants irrigated by seawater. Uh, they, they just talk about all these things when we have water, so we don't need to irrigate with seawater. Okay, I'll just add that now. So um, going on to page 15, I'm going to just read a few things. Uh, hyperspatial sensors on land, air, sea, and space. Uh, micro nano uh, satellites everywhere. In fact, when I attended a meeting, an IEEE meeting, um, I believe the acronym stands for International Electrical uh, Engineers. Uh, it's IEEE. Um, anyway, that's close. Uh, I talked to one of the facilitators that hosted one of the meetings. And I asked, uh, because what they were talking about was there would be sensors on everything from the date of manufacturing to the end of use and from the date of life beginning to the date of death. Every single thing would be tracked. There would be sensors in and on everything. And one of the examples of that is we went to a fish hatchery here on the Russian River here in Northern California a few years ago where they were um, uh, raising the small fingerling coho salmon. And they, were, they had these um, knives, and they were making a little slit in the underbelly just near the fin and putting in a um, RFID chip. The RFID chip was about the size of a, a wild grain piece of rice. And they would slip it in and throw that little guy back in the other bin of chipped fish. So I was watching this, and it was sort of painful to watch. But then I asked the question no one else did. And I asked the question, where are the receiving and transponders 
that are tracking these these fish as you release them. And they said they're hidden along the riverbanks. So I immediately thought of an interview I had done um, during that period of time from a man that had escaped, um, I believe it was Hungary, during the war. And they had to escape through um, water ditches, through streams, to get to the ocean and then to try to swim out and get into the neighboring country where they wouldn't be murdered. And that was a harrowing interview. Now I'm realizing that uh, everything is monitored, and so are the stream banks. Just digest that one for a moment, if you will. So they say worldwide IT revolution revolution. This is on page 15. Uh, they go on to talk about um, hyperspatial sensors. I already uh, said that. Land, air, and sea, and space. Everything. On page 16, and this is what we're seeing happening now. Uh, had some of you known about this document and perhaps read it then, you wouldn't be so surprised and you would understand what is going to happen further on page 16. They, um, they talk about impacts of ongoing IT revolution upon society. Telecommuting, teleshopping, teleentertainment, teletravel, teleeducation, telemedicine, telecommerce, telepolitics, telesocialization. Now again, you're going to be your kids are going to be behind uh, the recreation of their world with a virtual reality headset so that the world can be crumbling again all around them and they won't have to see or know the truth because so many people are not informing their children to the real world that they're going to live in, and I know it's tough. Uh, they talk about on page 17, IT status. I found this uh, very important. They talk about um, uh, they talk about the use of technology that will be better than human capabilities, and they mention that India graduates three times more software engineers than the U.S. and more software is written in in, uh, in Bangalore than in Southern California. Uh, they also talk about some predictions. Uh, on page 18, quantum computing, additionally available in five years. Now remember, this was given as a PowerPoint in 2011. 15%, uh, this is very important. Listen to this on page 18. 15% of all power today is used by computers, and it will reach 60% by 2010. So why do you think we're going to have long, extensive blackouts because the power is needed to operate this computer system that this world is becoming. And we are being computerized all at the same time. Our cells are nothing more than little computers. Our cells are bodies. They go on to say wearable, implantable, on-person, electronics, communications, computing, sensory augmentation, health monitoring, monitoring, and brain stimulation. And I could go on, and I will for a bit more. Uh, you tell me when I need to stop, Stephen. 
because uh, this is really a solo show in and of itself. But they go uh, human brain versus machine on page 19. Uh, they talk about um, excellent at, par at parallel computing and pattern recognition. Uh, they talk about a series of commands. So the computers will outpace us. The ability of AI uh, and the intelligence outpaces our ability. They um, also talk about the Human Brain Project. I won't go on too much into that on page 20. Uh, on page 21, they talk about brain mapping, overlay to other people, erase memories, transfer brain patterns to a particular MKUltra and erase our memories. We know that's been being done for a long time. We've been watching what's been happening to the targeted individuals and how they've been mercifully targeted and uh, had memory wipes and swipes. That's what the MK Ultra program was all about. Many of you may not know that uh, there is a hospital in Southern California called, it was called Camarillo State Hospital. And the um, Eagles actually uh, wrote a song, and, and, and this is the way I understand it, Steve. Maybe you can help me out with the Eagles song and Hotel California, which became a hit. Weren't they told to do that? I think Stephen is muted or passed out. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I got stuck. I got stuck on another thing here, real quick here. So I missed that last okay. part. Okay. Well, we were talking about uh, the Eagles singing "Hotel California" oh, yes. for the the um, Camarillo State Hospital, uh, just north of Hollywood and Beverly Hills, and where many of the MK Ultra, uh, Hollywood, I call it, not Hollywood, Hollywood, MK Ultra victims are sent, and um, and you had something interesting to say about the Eagles song. Do you remember what that was? Gosh, I remember I was telling you something about that. Uh, I, I know you were that... saying. I think. Yeah, go ahead. When they actually, uh, when when the group that actually did that song they had made a deal with the devil and basically if they did that song there they would become very well known uh, i remember that just vaguely out of the back of my mind i forget why i know that but i just heard that years ago well i want to say that one of the phrases and i might not get it exactly right in that song is uh uh you can go in, but you can really never get out. Right. Meaning that you are mind controlled. So on page, I'll continue now, Steve. On page 22, they talk about forever, even universal wealth. It will not obliterate the other causes of warfare, which include politics, race, and religions. They go on to talk about the international uh, criminal bankers. I add that and the global problems. They say the global problems and their serious problems are energy, water, food, land, population growth, growth, wealth generation, and pollution and warming. And I want to say this. Uh, right now, what the, one of the goals to um, getting us off of the energy so that it can all be used for computers is to transition us into what they are now calling mini-nuke sites, mini-nuclear uh, sites. This is the plan. And of course, what we know uh, is that they're releasing the um, gamma radiation from the corporately owned 
uh, nuclear facilities all over the world. We have such tremendous levels of nuclear radiation that I discussed earlier. Uh, they talk about um, biomass food via seawater irrigation in current wastelands. And of course, I will go back to Muammar Gaddafi in Libya when he found uh, primary water and created an amazing labyrinth of, of plumbing under the northern African uh, sands to uh, utilize water to green up northern Africa to increase the food production because there was never enough rain there before. And he served over 6 million uh, people in Libya with pure, clean, new, unadulterated water. And having primary water increases your IQ dramatically. And we've been, sadly, um, pushed into toxic water. And I will discuss the levels of toxicity uh, that I found a document that explains how toxic. They say that they're the only document that explains the depth of the toxicity levels in all of the water supplies worldwide. Uh, but uh, then I go to um, uh, page 24. They talk about inexpensive methods of uh, web-based distant education, which will enable the demise of the U.S. underclass, a wealth creation from enabled invention, stabilization of the world population, uh, even more, rapid technology uh, diffusion, equalization of haves and have-nots. Now, this is what we're hearing out of the World Economic Forum, is we will absolutely own nothing. And I can assure you, we will not be happy, which is why they must dramatically kill us off. This is why. So equalization of have and have-nots. This is on page 24. Uh, they go on to uh, everything changes, taking over everything and creating a slave class. That's a little bit of my notation on that page. Um, I'm going to quickly go through this because the nanobots and the microdust is further on. They talk about the ultimate education and approach will be plug and play. A direct silicone or other such devices, connection to the brain, very rapid uploads, education in minutes instead of many years. So again, erasing memories, creating what they want, uh, no choices, no free will, none, none at all. Um, by 2025, which is approaching 40% of private and 15% of public colleges and universities are expected to close due to web-based competition. And they talk about a Northern Virginia businessman recently donated $1 million to set up a free Ivy League class online. So uh, we know that uh, the greatest uh, of all college scholarships is Homeland Security degrees. That's my note on that page 26. Uh, they're depopulating us. That's being they're def, they're terraforming and altering us with desert desert uh, acidification, uh, rich mineral sources, seawater, utilization of wastelands, Sierra deserts, etc. 
they talk about uh, uh, major emerging law enforcement issues. This is very interesting on page 30. They talk about privacy and ubiquitous micro nano sensors, the IT and net crime, a wide spectrum. They talk about biocrime, binary pathogens and genetics, protection of humans and electronic implants. So those of you that do have implants, uh, when we traveled to Russia, uh, when we were in Moscow, uh, our translator told us when we returned from our day of excursion, uh, the Russians had set up a, a, a kind of like a trailer and with steps going into it. And I didn't know what it was, but when we walked into it, it was a Russian gal that was behind what we would consider a TSA scanning device. And I was watching the people in front of us walk through it, and she was zapping them. Well, uh, I'm one of those, and my husband as well, that do not go through the TSA scanners at the airports. We do the, um, the uh, pat-downs, the, uh, the pat-downs. So when I got up there, I told the woman in hand language, that I would not go through that. So the uh, translator was immediately sent because I was clogging up the line, and the translator said, you need to turn it off, she will not go through it, or she can get out of here and walk around this little thing, okay? So the woman turned it off, and my husband and I went uh, through it without it being on. The next day, Steve, uh, they had the Russian police all around that uh, trailer and the translator told me this is because of me because I stopped and wouldn't allow ourselves to be radiated and uh, then I I heard some discussions quasi part Russian part English about anybody that had transplants they were not uh, required to go through the, the device in fact they wanted a separate line of people that had transplants and so that is how we got around from going through that again. And everybody was a bit astounded to um, hear that uh, my husband and I, presumably, wink, wink, had transplants. So we did not have to be radiated. Uh, I will tell you it was a horrific experience being in Russia. Absolutely horrific. So they go on about major uh, a major emerging law enforcement issues. I talked about biocrime, protection of human electronic implants, protection of the continental United States beyond terrorism. They talk about societal disaffection, upheaval caused by rapid techno technological changes, road, air rage, uh, psychosomatic illnesses, and withdrawal. Again, the reason for the new um, suicide hotline in the United States, 988. Um, isolation uh, are some notes I wrote, total control. Uh, shock society with frequencies. Um, air, Tesla, these are some of my notes. Uh, then um, on page 31, they talk about a particular concern. Now this is of their particular concern. The Nazi organization of NASA has a particular concern. Here's what it says on page 31. Uncontrolled, uncontrollable self-replication of brilliant robot IT and nano-replicators 
and rampant combinant of bioweapons of particular concern, self-replication. Now, I think we can see the self-replication when we look at what's in those vials. Many of us have seen the self-replication. I hope all, each and every single one of you know already that you already have Morgellons, which is the fundamental first step into transhumanism, is Morgellons. Everybody has Morgellons uh, in your body. And those are uh, uh, opalescent fibers that you can see if you use a combination magnifying glass and a flashlight. You can see those wires under your skin. I have shown that in a number of videos. You'd have to just go through and look at my videos to find where I actually show that. So um, I'm going to move a little further ahead here. They talk about uh, bio-revolution and applications, farm animals, drugs, and spare parts, fast-growing plants on or near the sea surface, and seawater irrigated plants for biomass, for energy, polymer-growing plants, spider genes in goats allow spider silk uh, spinning from goat milk for bio-steel. They're using this, uh, these fibers for armories for vests, for the military. And then they talk about bio, bio, binary bioweaponry. So in fact, the United States Incorporated is killing each and every single one of us. Uh, they talk about on page 35, I actually did a research uh, deeper into what you're gonna hear me say right now, but I will only say what I'm reading to you on page 35. Uh, they talk about examples of uh, IT and bio and nano. They they say choo-choo, that's C-H-E-W, C-H-E-W, like you're chewing your food. Choo-choo, a flesh plant-eating robot that hunts biodigests natural foods to live off the land. Now, when I searched the inventor of this choo-choo robot, he was very concerned that this robot would go after humans. And of course, that is the intention. For those of you that have watched The Black Mirror, uh, you will see that much of that psychological programming and predictive programming actually comes out of reality, such as the nasty Nazi uh, NASA document that I'm going over. Um, I'm going to um, move further. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, sensors they're going to be using LIDAR, and they are. That will be how the uh, autonomous cars operate. Uh, optical amplifiers. They talk about molecular biosensors, nanotags, smart card sensors. We're, we're of course, entering into uh, being tagged and monitored. Sensors implanted during manufacturing and servicing of your cars. Uh, smart dust and nano. So uh, a number of years ago, I was talking to some people that had also researched the NASA document. And when you get these uh, factory recalls on your vehicles, oftentimes what really is happening is they're updating uh, the sensors on your cars. So that's something to just know that is happening. On page 41, they talk about smart swarms. They talk about smart dust. 
uh, they talk about combined sensors and communications and power supply. And floats in air currents, again, they're distributing a lot of the smart dust that is already in our bodies uh, through aerosolization. They talk about nanotags placed on everything, everywhere, um, identification and status information, co-opted insects. Now, I thought this was very important because they are co-opting our insects as well, the who is the money controllers, the Bill Gates, all of these um, uh, advanced eugenists. In fact, even uh, Boris Johnson's um, father in England wrote a book about um, viruses, and he's also most recently being accused of sexual improprieties. He is a eugenicist and the father of, the, of who is operating the UK. I should say the bankers are, but he's a, a face of that. So we need to understand that we're not alone in this world of takedown. Uh, many industrialized countries are facing the same thing. Many of us know what's going on in Australia right now. Some explosive smart dust opportunities. They talk about optimal positioning of explosive dust, uh, air explosives, formation of explosive lenses, infiltration of deeply buried or other such targets. In other, way, in other words, they talk about if you're alive, uh, whether you're uh, hiding in the woods or you're in some type of an underground facility, they will find you. That's what they also say in this document. Here's what they say on page 43, microdust weaponry. A mechanical analog to bio-mechanized sized mechanical, uh, mechanized dust, which is distributed as an aerosol and inhaled into the lungs. The dust mechanically bores into lung tissue and executes various pathological missions. This, they say, in their words, quote, quoting it, a wholly, H-O-L-L-Y, new class of weaponry, which is legal. So don't listen to anybody that tells you they're not using bioweapons on us and distributing um, bioweapons in the aerosolized uh, events that we're seeing every day. They also talk about other forms of alternative weapon systems and EMT, which is an electromagnetic pulse. Uh, they talk about um, uh, psychological warfare, uh, miniature brilliant sensor, uh, fuel, air, and dust. Air, um, they talk about RF, uh, of course, frequency. Uh, they talk about uh, carbon filters and blades and acoustics. They go on to talk about brain interactions with low-frequency modulation. That's what's happening to all of us now with all of the additional cell towers and all of the, which is extremely low frequencies. And there are ways you can prevent those frequencies from coming in through your windows. I know uh, a number of people, while you still can, are getting metal screens. You may remember when we had metal screens, but they were rusting out, so they were replaced with fiberglass window screens. But I know that in order to prevent some of the extremely low frequencies from coming in, dependent on where you are in relationship to a cell tower, which we are noticing they are massively uh, adding 
equipment to cell phone towers everywhere that we can see. You may be noticing that too. If you haven't, start noticing. They talk about effects of low power microwaves, uh, behavioral performance and how that decimates us, the use of seizures by low powered frequencies, and the loss of alteration in brain function and lethality. In other words, these frequencies they know kill us. I have a document on my um, uh, resource page on stopthecrime.net. It's a special tab where I've posted this document from the Walter Reed uh, Army that was actually gotten by a targeted individual some years ago through a FOIA request. And I've discussed this document many times in um, uh, various presentations that I've done over the years. There is no amount of frequencies that will not damage and kill us. Isn't that the truth? Basically. So, yeah. Well, Deborah, I know it's getting uh, late on our end here, and, uh, and, and we're going to have to still try to uh, get this posted up tonight, or at least get it processed so we don't lose anything. Um, okay. So, I figure if you can. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. Um, I'll, I'll say the one thing on page 59. Okay. And then I will plan to continue because I'm about halfway through. So for those that uh, are listening, I am on page 59 of the NASA war document. I'm going to stop after discussing this. And then next time we go uh, up on a show, Stephen, I will start with page 60. How's that? That'll work. So, yeah, page 59 talks about the blast wave accelerator. It's a global precision strike strike on the cheek. No barrel, 200 feet notched rails, sequentially detonated and distributed as a high explosive. Uh, it talks about base anywhere, $200 a pound of projectile, excellent stealth, no plume, affordability, veracity, reaction time, survivability, effectiveness, being worked on at Al Alberdeen and NASA for lofting of fuel nanosats. So um, Albert Al Aberdeen is in Maryland, and uh, many of the labs and the schools are being used uh, to destroy us. And uh, the blast wave accelerator, I did more research on that, and I discussed that earlier, that it is how they're creating tsunamis and the type of technology. And that we, in fact, during World War II, we're working with Russia. The United States was working with Russia to create tsunamis along all low-lying coast areas. I have a video up called um, uh, Coastlines Under Attack. And I guess what I would just like to conclude the show with would be that Hopi, uh, that, that Hopi um, saying that I had to write down from a Hopi uh, person that I knew uh, named Shakosh. Uh, and uh, she said that it is the mending of the sacred hoop. She said, the time of the lone wolf is over. You must gather yourself. You must banish or get rid of the word struggle from your vocabulary and your life. All that is to be done now in sacred celebration.
There is a river flowing now, very fast. It is so wide and swift that there will be those that are afraid. They will try to hold on to the shore. They will be torn apart and suffer greatly. There is no shore. You are to push off into the middle of the river. Keep your eyes open, your head above the water. See who is in the river with you and celebrate. So for all of you, uh, have a blessed, blessed Thanksgiving, uh, especially during these times that are very difficult. And be thankful and joyous as best possible, given some of the information that you've heard me discuss this evening. Uh, so uh, again, please go to StopTheCrime.net to our YouTube, I mean to our Odyssey Vid channel, and listen to some of those videos um, that I've discussed. Steve, I want to thank you so much for hosting the show this evening, and I look forward to, to coming back to the NASA War document. Yes, thank you, Deborah, for, for being on tonight, and for you guys that... Uh, to check out more of what Deborah talks about, you can go to stopthecrime.net or primary.